Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on Instagram? What's going on TikTok? Y'all come on in and do me a favor. Let me know where you are watching from about three minutes um, late. I was working out. And out of nowhere, I got this foot, this cramp, and uh, that has never happened to me. And uh, and so anyway, it took me way longer to get back than it was supposed to. Anyway, I'm glad that you're on with me tonight. Come on in. Let me know where you are watching from. We're going to do a quick preview of tomorrow's message. This is going to be amazing at Harvest. It is Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is referred to as the day that Jesus rode into the city. When he rode into the city, they laid down their cloaks, their jackets, etc., and uh, and palms. Palm was a tree that was significant, and it represented victory. Hey, North Carolina, Aurora, Aurora, good to see you, and it represented victory. And so, literally, as Jesus was riding into the city, uh, riding into the city uh, to announce himself as king, palms were reserved. Uh, as a celebratory type thing. And so as Jesus was riding into the city, he literally uh, was announcing himself as king. He was announcing himself as victorious before he ever, hey, good to see you, before he ever uh, had done anything. In fact, if I could take you deeper, when you look at the concept uh, of Palm Sunday, it is connected to, uh, uh, as I mentioned, victory. And the, the Greco-Roman culture, which is the time that Jesus was alive, um, the uh, that palm tree, palm branches, palm trees, it was a symbol of triumph. It was a symbol of triumph and victory. And it was most often connected to um, their uh, goddess uh, Nike or victory. This is where the company Nike, it means victory. It comes from a Greek word, Nikeo which means victory. So as Jesus was riding into the city, the week that they would crucify him, he was announcing up front, I already have victory. Can I let some of y'all know? That's all. That's a revelation right there. Because before you go through anything, you already have victory. Can I get you to type that on the screen? Before I even get to it, I have victory. Just type it on the screen. I have victory. Before you ever face a challenge, you have victory. Before you ever face an issue, you have victory before you ever deal with anything. You have victory before you get into it, which means don't allow yourself to get stressed out and worried while you're in it. Why? Because you have victory before you ever got to it. I'm going to run that back for those of you who missed what I just said. Jesus was on his way. It's called Palm Sunday because on that Sunday before he was crucified, before Judas did what he did, Jesus went into that city. And when Jesus went into that city, the Bible says he rides into the city. Listen to this on a colt. A colt was essentially as a donkey. Now, in the Hebrew culture, a donkey uh, was considered a luxury vehicle. You learn this from 1 Samuel chapter 9, when Saul, uh, who would eventually become the first king of Israel, when Saul goes to find his father, his father's name was Kish, K-I-S-H, not Kish, 
uh, K-I-S-S, Kish, K-I-S-H, he was going to find his father's donkeys. Well, these were like luxury automobiles uh, in the Hebrew culture. And so when Jesus is going into the city, I want you to pay attention. Before he's ever betrayed, before he's ever spit on, before he's ever beaten, and before they ever put a crown of thorns on his head, he says, I have victory. He rides in, watch me, on a donkey, which is a luxury automobile, which means, watch me, Jesus, he rides in style. Can I help you understand something? Jesus was sending a message to everybody that did not like him and everybody that did like him, that he was the king and he was victorious no matter what he faced. Can I help some of y'all? Stop letting your challenges make you water down your class. Did you hear what I just said? Do not let your challenge make you water down uh, your expectations. Do not let uh, your challenge make you feel like you don't deserve something because you're going through a challenge. Jesus rode into the city. Watch me. He leased a donkey. He leased a luxury automobile. He rides into the city and the people put down palm trees. And what I just tell you, that represents victory. Uh, and so the Greco-Roman culture, they knew that. So when they saw the palm trees, it was like, what is this guy doing declaring victory? What, what is he about? What, what is he doing? He was declaring victory before he ever entered his challenge. And I need for y'all to hear me. You have victory before you ever have a challenge. You have victory before you ever deal with an issue. You have victory before you ever deal with the problem. All right. And Jesus rode in there in style. He said, go, listen, he said, go to the, go get me a donkey. And if anybody asks you why, tell them the Lord has need of it. Now that's deep. He says, just go get it. Go lease it. Cause I, I'm not keeping it. Just go lease it for me for a little bit. That's a whole revelation right there too. Um, go lease it for me. Um, because I'm not going to need it that long. Go lease it for me. And when I ride into this city, I have victory in advance. Can I get you to release a praise on both TikTok and on Instagram and put a praise on the screen? Type a hallelujah, do the praise hands, do something. Why? Simply to let the enemy know before I ever face a challenge, I have victory in advance. Come on, y'all. I have victory in advance. I have victory in advance. That week he was going to be betrayed. He was letting Judas know, I have victory in advance. That week, people were going to walk away from him. And Jesus said, I just want y'all to know, I have victory in advance. That week, he was going to say words he had never uttered. He was going to say, literally, he was going to say, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Uh, but if not, your will be done. Three times he says that. Three times he tries to get out of, listen to me, what he's called to do. Thank you. Three times, listen Three times he tries to get out of what he's called to do, but he declares that he has victory. For everybody that has ever felt like, you know, what you're called to do, what you're created to do, what you're assigned to do is difficult. Look at me. There's going to be moments it feels that way, but you need to declare, I have victory in advance. You have victory in advance before you deal with the challenge. You have victory in advance before you deal with the vicissitude. All right. If you want to alliterate, use the V's. You have victory in advance. Three times that week, he was going to be like, Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass for me. I don't want to do this. I don't want to. His, his divinity said, I got this. His humanity said, you don't want to go with, through with this. Anybody online with me tonight on TikTok or on Instagram, have you ever had that battle internally where part of you was like, go for it, go do it. And then the other part was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
Part of you was like, you've got this. The other part was like, but what if I fail? Part of you was like, all things are going to work together for your good. And the other part was like, I don't really know. You have victory in advance. So that's Palm Sunday. That's what tomorrow is. And it is the week prior um, to when Jesus is resurrected. So it's going to be an amazing experience tomorrow. We're in a series called The Sequel because your next is going to be better than your previous. Um, what else is coming up this week on the 15th, Friday? Um, so we'll have church tomorrow, 915 and 1115 a.m. Mountain. That is 11.15 and 1.15 East Coast time. I need to see you on campus or online. One of the two tomorrow. Can I get some of y'all to type those times uh, on? Um, and the best way to stay connected so you know when we're live is to get our app. How do you do that? Text the word HARVEST to the phone number 877-552-4746 and you'll be able to get our app. You'll be able to get notifications when we go live. Doctor, good to see you, sir. Um, the second thing is um, prayer, of course, on Monday night at 7 o'clock Mountain. It's on all of our digital platforms except TikTok. So I need you to make sure you connect with us again on the app. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook to do that. Then we got Wednesday Night Live. Um, that's our midweek Bible study. It's going to be amazing. Um, I'll give you a preview of that on Tuesday night on TikTok and on Instagram. I do the previews on TikTok and Instagram. And that's uh, 9 o'clock Mountain. We got a lot happening this week, 9 o'clock Mountain and uh, 11 o'clock Eastern. Then we got Wednesday Night Live Bible Study. That's 7 o'clock. I'm giving you the whole schedule, right? I'm like the church announcements clerk. I'm giving you the schedule. And then we have Wednesday Night Live Bible Study. That's 7 Mountain, 9 Eastern. And then this week, because we'll be uh, during um, what's called the Feast of Passover. Can I get a few of you to type that on the screen? Feast of Passover. That's what's coming up this week. Some people will call it the Passion Week. Look at me. Um, that's not um, that's not what the Bible calls it. Um, at Harvest, we don't honor things like Lent and Ash Wednesday and Greasy Sunday, <laughs> and we don't knock those that do. We just honor what's in the Scripture, and so is the week. It's not called Passion Week in the Scripture. It's not called Holy Week in the Scripture. If you want the truth, um, you have the Spring Feast. That's the season that we are in, and that uh, we're going to bring that in. On Friday, the 15th, we're doing a Friday night fight and we're doing that right here in Denver. All right. And so that's at seven o'clock mountain. It's going to be amazing. But so what's a Friday night fire? Um, there's going to be praise and worship. Um, there, it, there's going to be a word, um, but you're going to see the demonstration of the spirit. God's going to meet us in a very tangible, tangible way on Friday night fire. So this whole week, you got a whole week. Uh, and then the 17th is, of course, what, what is referred to by many as Easter Sunday, uh, which is really Resurrection Sunday. It's called the Feast of First Fruits is really what that is. All right. And so for all my digital family, I want to make sure you're inviting people. You can invite people to your home. Y'all can watch the, the experiences. You can watch them in your home. If you don't want people in your house like that, then you send it to them and say, hey, go to church online with me for Easter if you're not in Denver. All right. And for my Atlanta family. In Jesus' name, you this you will not be watching online next year. Uh, uh, it will be in person. We're excited about that. Amen. Come on, can I get a few amens to agree with me behind that? Agree with me behind that. Agree with me. Put in a, put put something in the in the atmosphere. Agree with me behind that. All right. So that's what we got going on this week. Let me give you a preview of where we're going tomorrow. First, let's do a recap. Wednesday's message is called "How to Handle Affliction," and can I tell you this? 
If you missed it, do yourself a favor and go back and watch it in our app. How do you do that? Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Guys, it was amazing. On here, can I get a few of you all to share? Can I get you to share? Only two of you have shared on TikTok. Come on, TikTok. Normally, y'all are popping. I need, I need more of you to share over here and then more of you to share over here. We're just on these two channels, uh, Instagram and TikTok tonight. All right. Um, so listen. Wednesday's message was called How to Handle Affliction. It was amazing. We came up with this chant that says we'll be louder than our fears. You really got to um, go back and look at that. That thing has been ringing with me all week. There's this chant we came up with spontaneously. It was amazing. Uh, how many of you were blessed by the word on Wednesday? If you saw it, you were blessed by the word on Wednesday. Wave at me. If you didn't see it, then you're going to see all these people's hands that go up. You need to go watch it for yourself or listen to the podcast. It really, really was awesome. I will be louder than my fears. Um, and so in all of that, we were talking about how do you handle affliction? Because the Bible says, watch me, in Exodus 1 and 12, um, that the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. Um, this means to accelerate and to accelerate means to increase the speed of something. Look at me. It didn't say the more they prayed for them. It didn't say the more they encouraged them. It didn't say the more they built them up. It didn't say the more they had people in their corner. It says the more they were afflicted. Watch me. Affliction is good for you. Can I get a few of you to type that on the screen? It's good for me. It did not. All the things we want that we think will make us. I'm about to help somebody. All of the things that we want that we think will make us multiply and grow don't make us multiply and grow. Do you want to know what makes us multiply and grow? When we have to deal with affliction. When you have to deal with affliction, affliction makes you multiply and grow. It's good for you. I remember when I was a kid, I used to love uh, um, Dimetap tasted good. But there was that other medicine, Robitussin. And Robitussin tasted disgusting. Can I get at least one witness on the screen? Um, but Robitussin, even though it didn't taste good, watch me, it worked faster. Come on, y'all, talk to me. Even though it did not taste good. Now, they probably got new flavors now. But even though it did not taste good, I'm talking about when I was kid, it did not taste good. It worked faster. You took that diamond tap, you're going to have to take it a few times. But that Robitussin, you take that, you were, I don't care. Listen, you could have had a broken leg and you wake up talking about my leg is good. You could have had a broken arm and your arm would have been good. It did not taste good. Watch me. But it worked faster. Look at me. Affliction doesn't feel good. It doesn't seem good. It doesn't. There's nothing about it that seems enjoyable. But watch me. But it works faster. Y'all got to talk to me. It works faster. And this is what the Bible says. In Exodus 1 and 12, the Bible says that the more they afflicted them, in other words, the more they went through, here's what affliction means, problems. Problems always have purpose for you. Watch me. The more they afflicted them, that problem causes pain or suffering. Pain or suffering. Pain means it's an unpleasant sensory experience. It's unpleasant. I, it doesn't feel good. How many of you, you can say, honestly, you've gone through some painful things in the last, watch me, just the first three months of this year. Please wave at me. I'm trying to tell you that those things that were unpleasant are actually very purposeful. For you, problems have a purpose. 
for you, problems have a purpose. Now, this is not true for people who don't believe in the Lord. So if you don't believe in the Lord in a moment, I'm going to invite you and give you an opportunity to because problems don't have purpose for you unless you believe in the Lord. Why? Romans 8, 28. He takes all things and make them work together for your good. Let's go. It says, but the more they afflicted them, affliction means a problem that causes pain or suffering. What is suffering? Suffering is prolonged pain. Now, often when we think of pain, we think of physical pain, or we think of something that was really emotionally traumatizing. But pain, watch me, it's an unpleasant sensory experience. It's an unpleasant, in other words, this, this, like, I don't like this. All right. Because sometimes we, we don't think of pain unless it like is like, you know, extremely traumatic. We don't think of it as painful. But by definition, pain means it's an unpleasant sensory experience, which means I don't like this. How many of you watch me now with that definition? You can be honest. So in the first three months of this year, there's some things you're like, I just don't like this. I don't like that. I have to do this. I don't like that. I have to deal with this. Talk to me, y'all. I don't like that I have to even have this conversation with somebody. Y'all better talk to me. I don't like that I even have to bring this issue up. I don't like that I even have to sit and meet with this mark. I don't like that I even have to go see them for lunch. I don't like, y'all not talking. I don't like that I even have to deal with them. I don't like their attitude. Y'all not talking. Talk to me, TikTok. I don't like it. So by definition of pain, it's not just something that's super traumatic. It means I just don't like it. There's some people you're like, I just can't stand her. I just don't like him. He is just so negative. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Okay. So watch me. The Bible considers that affliction. I just don't like it. It's unpleasant. I just don't like it. All right. Let's go. Then it means to strike. It means to take a blow, to take a blow, to take a blow. Um, it means that maybe your marriage took a blow. Your friendships took a blow. Your finance took a blow. It took a hit. It took a hit. Um, is there anybody on tonight where in the first three months of this year, some area of your life took a hit? Maybe it was a friendship. It took a hit. Maybe you ready? Maybe it was your confidence that took a hit. Because you felt good until you experienced that loss. And when you experienced that loss, your confidence took a hit, right? It means something took a hit. I, whew, I wasn't expecting that. You weren't expecting somebody to, to pass away. You weren't expecting somebody to betray you. You Watch me. I just heard this in the spirit. You were expecting that person to be your forever to only have them ghost you. Now, I'm not going to ask you to wave your hand, but for some of you all, somebody right there, the Holy Ghost just confirmed for you that he's paying attention to you because you were like, I don't even think God's paying attention to my situation. You, you, if, you, if you're bold enough, if you want to wave your hand, do, your wave, do the hand wave emoji if you want to do that. I ain't trying to put you out there like that, but wave at me because for somebody, God just lets you know that he's still concerned about the details of your life. Come on. I see you. Come on. Oh my God, I see you. Come on. Come on. You weren't expecting it took a poof, a hit. Right? Here's the next definition. Here's the next definition. It means trouble, trouble, trouble. It means anytime you go through some trouble or you get in trouble, the Bible calls this affliction. It calls it affliction. It didn't say whether or not um, you started it or it was started by somebody else. It is affliction. 
right? And the Bible says the more they afflicted them, the more trouble you deal with, the more triumphant you will be. Why is Jesus the great victor? Why is he a great king? Why is he given a name above every name that at that name, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess? Because of the trouble that he triumphed over. Many of you want great names, but you don't want to deal with great pain. Come on, y'all. Come on, CEO, the Queens. Come on. I see you. Many people want great names, but to have a great name, you got to deal with great pain. You got to hear that. If you ever look at anybody that you deem successful, listen, don't look at their success. Go see where they suffered because they suffered somewhere. They were talked about somewhere. They were treated like trash somewhere. They were lied on. A lot of people, a lot of women particularly look at Oprah. Whether you like it or not, that's not even a discussion. I'm just using her example. Go look at her pain, though. Go look at her story. Go look at the things that she dealt with with her mother and as a child and, 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 and being talked about and for the shade of her skin. Go look at that. It's quiet. To have a great name, you have to have great pain. There, listen, don't, I, you know, if you see somebody you deem successful, go look at their suffering because the, the Bible is not a lie. The more they afflicted them, the more they grew. Affliction, it's a problem that causes pain or suffering. It's a strike. Something takes a blow. That means trouble. Look at this next definition. It means to harass, to harass. What does harass mean? Is that it's always bothering you. It's always there. Um, is there anybody in the first three months of this year, you have felt like something has been harassing you? It's like always there. Uh, I believe it, uh, believe it or not, uh, uh, some of the things I deal with uh, and the spaces and the spheres that I move in, I deal with racism in ways that is very subtle, but it is something that is that, that I deal with. And, and I, I'm the type, I snatch it up and handle it. Um, and so, but I was, I literally was telling the Lord, I was like, Lord, like, it's, I shouldn't have to do this to get this. But the more they afflicted them, the more they afflicted them, the more they afflicted them. Come on, come on. The more, watch me and put your name in them. The more they afflicted, put your name right there. I dare you to type your name or your initials on the screen. One of the two, because you need to hear this. This has to be your confession. This has to be your confession. You cannot say, why am I going through this? No, instead, you need to say, I'm glad I'm going through this. I'm glad I'm dealing with this. I'm glad I'm dealing with this challenge. I'm glad I'm dealing with problems. I'm dealing, glad I'm dealing with pain or suffering. I'm glad I, something took a blow. I'm glad I'm dealing with trouble. I'm glad something is harassing me. I'm glad something. I don't know. I'm going to try something here and see if I can make it go faster. All right. I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it. You literally, that literally has to be your confession. I.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.